medicine. The world is crazy. Life is hard. It all just sucks. But I'm here to assure you that you suck more. Hi, I'm God and I want to be your therapist. My approach centers on the principle that true healing comes from embracing what an absolute piece of fucking shit you are. You can't fix something that isn't broken. That's why with me, you'll be tormented with any number of mental health issues, including depression, anxiety, OCD, PTSD, attachment disorders, social and trust issues, eating disorders, substance abuse, and suicidality. I use unconventional tools like shame, guilt, fear, blame, gaslighting, scapegoating, and love bombing to keep you coming back for more. Best of all, my therapy is absolutely free. It's already been paid for through the blood sacrifice of my own child, so you can't afford not to let me into your soul. Consequences of rejecting me include being ass-fucked by Satan while your flesh melts off of your body for eternity. I can't wait for us to work together. Let's break you so that I can make you better. Come and see me, God, for your therapy today. Welcome back to another sin-filled episode of the Birdie Eden Podcast. I am Baff, your suave, smooth, spicy Satanist. And I'm Mel, your favorite big titty heathen. So Mel, did you enjoy the atheist convention? I did. Uh, I'm so I'm so very proud to be part of this community and so grateful yeah. we found like fellow atheists to call friends, you know? Uh, uh. That's great and all, but mm -hmm. I'm more curious about how much lube was left. Well, I mean, I did say I was proud. I knew they could do it. <laughs> How about you? Was the con everything you hoped for? And more. Ooh. I got to meet Seth Andrews, mm. Matt Hunty, and Dave Warnock. It was amazing. It was a surreal experience. And it was also amazing to meet people I've only met through the screen. Uh, yeah. Uh, we also got to meet another atheist legend. Do you mean Aaron? Uh, Aaron? Uh, Aaron? Aaron Ra. <sighs> Beth. Aaron. Good. Damn it. One day I'll get it right. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> Anyways, one of these amazing people we met agreed to be a guest on our shitty show. <laughs> we are honored to have Mandisa Thomas, founder and president of Black Nonbelievers. Welcome, Mandisa. Hello. I don't ever think your show is shitty. This oh. is <laughs> We do. We, we do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We love it though. It's a little like... big titty heathen here, by the yes. way. Yes, yes, <laughs> I love it. We need. Yes, yes, I'm all for that. <laughs> well, you're not talking about me, right? I mean, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Get in there, Jesus! <laughs> God damn it! Horrible! Horrible! You gotta lay off that Doritos. <laughs> cool Ranch, right? <laughs> no, ew. <laughs> Oh, original Doritos. Oh, fuck off. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is not sponsored That's by Doritos. God damn it. <laughs> well, thank you for, for being on our shitty show. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully you had a great time at the convention as we did. I did. It was wonderful. Mm. You know, I have been attending and participating with the American Atheist Convention since 2011. Mm. And oh, wow. I, they have always been such a joy 
to to be uh you know to you know to participate with and it, they're so much fun they've become like family reunions mm, yes. really yeah. and i mean i just always i love the activism i love the participation and i love to see the growth and right. i'm yes. also i also appreciate the direction of community building that it's mm-hmm. now uh going in because having been in this community now for 11 years, that is a focus that has been a focus of mine in particular. And it's good to, to hear and to see the organizations listening. Yes. And, uh, and really, really um, paying attention to what, what the people are saying. So yes, I had an amazing time. It was so wonderful meeting y'all in person. And I, I look forward to you know to to more events yes right yes yeah and you're saying that they are listening definitely because they invited us to be on a tiktok panel right right? (laughs) Uh, that means that they're recognizing they're seeing that there is a community as well online online yeah yeah Yeah. and it's 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 growing every day and you know like i'm i'm Mm -hmm. so like like i said earlier i'm so proud to be part of this community and, and help it grow you know one atheist at a time. Help it grow. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. Uh, per tradition, we would love the guests to read the Bible verse of the day. What do you have for us today? Yes. So Ooh. this Bible verse that I am reading is from Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Um, book, I guess 13.15-26. Uh, um, and okay. it reads... Hear and give ear. Do not be haughty, for the Lord has spoken. And if you say in your heart, why have these things come upon me? It is for the greatness of your iniquity that your skirts are lifted up and you are violated because you have forgotten me and trusted in lies. I myself will lift up your skirts over your face and your shame will be seen. Now, Amen. Right. Wow. Like, wow. wow. <laughs> Holy shit, Mandisa. Just out the gate with that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. Hey. Holy shit. Like, at least by me. I just picture Marilyn Monroe. What the fuck? If anything is going up in the air, buy me some chicken nuggies, okay? Like, exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> Uh, what you, you have I didn't to just, know that one. I didn't know that what one either. Holy shit! Now I have to give credit to mm. um, Dan Barker from it's from an article from the Freedom from Religion Foundation okay. about the ten worst Old Testament verses. Oh, <laughs> and, and I guess the Book of wow. Jeremiah is from the Old Testament, and I, the mm. Book of Jeremiah, um, verse thirteen, chapter thirteen, verse fifteen, mm-hmm. twenty six, or whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And I'm telling you, it says, you know, skirts lifted up the sexual assault, violate his rape. Mm-hmm. And, it's victim blaming. You know, absolutely. Like, what the hell? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Such a family wholesome content the Bible is. Isn't you know? it? Isn't mm, it? I mean, it's just absolutely it. terrible. Pillaging uh, and raping in the name of the Lord because, yeah. you know, because God and God sanctioned it. Right. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Well, aren't they trying to ban certain books that have that disgusting imagery, right, in the schools? Right, uh, but yeah. yet the Bible yeah. is mm-hmm. is never the well, Bible has never been banned. That if if there is a book mm-hmm. that ever deserved to be banned, yes, that is it. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how true this is, because uh, I saw a picture of, and you know, you can't really trust everything on the internet, you know, but uh, f- apparently a, f- a group of Florida atheists, because um, I'm, I'm in Florida, um, are trying to, like, tw- twist DeSantis's, like, ruling, as far as, like, banning the books, mm-hmm. saying that we should ban the Bible because yes. it promotes, yes. like, all this horrible shit, basically, uh, for the kids, you know? So, like, we I should ban that. the yeah. Bible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I wouldn't be surprised. There's a lot of good activism coming out of Florida. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think there's a... Hopefully yeah, as a matter of fact, there was a... Um, I, I remember one time there was an atheist monument, and I think... No, the 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 satanic monument was somewhere in the Midwest. Mm. But... Yes. yes yes but yeah there was in stark florida there was a um an atheist um monument that was put up mm-hmm. and one of the mm-hmm. government offices and i think it was defaced but oh, it's like course. well if you can have these christian monuments then right. certainly you can put up yep, these right. uh you know that these mm-hmm. these non-religious ones so yep. it's like hey you know it's, it's interesting how people react when their privilege is challenged mm-hmm. right yep. in front of them yep. and it's interesting yep. how they react Yes. Yeah. Cause like, I don't see any atheists defacing, you know, their monuments or whatever. No, um, I, I, I would never do that. You know, like, uh, whatever, right. at least I wouldn't, but. Right. <laughs> we just want to live, live our lives. Yeah. You know, like, I'll deface my own property. Like I have right. a Bible that I will rip a Bible that I yeah. own, but I In would never go home, like you know? graffiti, a fucking, <laughs> right. you know, monument to the 10 commandments or something like right. that. Right. right. So, yeah, you're right. You you said it right. The privilege, definitely. But thank you for sharing that Bible verse. That was yeah. amazing. It was beautiful. No problem. Yeah. The word of God. The word of God. Um. So for the uh, for the people who don't know, can you give us like a little bit about um your religious background and how you got to where you are today? Like as far as your atheism goes. Sure. So I'm gonna try to condense that into a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you're, you're, you're fine. Yeah. So I'm originally I'm a native of New York City. Okay. And I actually was fortunate uh, that I wasn't formally raised in religion. So I am 45 years old. And so I was, you know, born in 1976, you know, the 70s Mm. was a very, very pivotal time uh, in U.S. history, you know. Um, And so my parents um, were, my, my father was raised in church he had to go to church he hated it Mm. right and my mother's side of the family you know my my grandparents were not necessarily religious you know my grandfather my grandparents would send their kids to church i guess just to get them out of the house but it was (laughs) not necessarily something that was uh focused on um in or that they had to actually like it wasn't ritualistic in, in their okay. home. And so okay. my parents became products of the black nationalist, the black conscious uh, movement. And oh. so my, my brothers and I were raised um, pretty non-religious, even though we were exposed to like uh, aspects of Islam, particularly mm-hmm. the 5% nation. Um, I would sing in various churches under my voice instructor, but as far as having to attend church in order to, uh, you know, in, to be indoctrinated into religion, that was not my story. 
And I mm-hmm. actually learned early on about how Christianity in particular was a tool in the enslavement of, mm-hmm. of yes. you know, and, and of the, uh, yeah. of the, of the Africans, the captured Africans, as well as their descendants of yep. some of right. who were products of, you know, the, uh, of force, you know, of rape by the slave masters. Mm-hmm. So yep. um, I learned that early on. And so one wow. of the things I realized was that I was never go- I never wanted to really embrace Christianity because some of the things that I heard peripherally was just like, wow, this shit sounds terrible. <laughs> like, you know, I, first of all, the Trinity concept never sat well with me. Mm, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, well, Same. is he the God? Is is he the Son? He's the Father. He's the Holy Spirit. I'm like, what is going on here? Well, it's like a three in one shampoo. It's like a three in one shampoo. It's a body wash, shampoo, and conditioner. Yeah. Except like, that you bathe with the blood of Jesus. Oh, Lord. yes. Yeah, okay, okay. And I was an <laughs> avid. Yeah, I was an avid reader. I read different forms of mythology growing up, mm. and yeah. so I would really, I would compare and contrast. I'm like, well, why wow. do these gods have names? You know, why is it? but yet in in the Christian um, in, in Christianity, you know, God was just called God, even though there's a name <laughs> Yahweh or whatever. It was just really, really confusing to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I just never really took to Christianity in particular, especially as it really seemed to be so restrictive and it, yeah. it was also hypocritical to me. And oh, for so, sure. And yeah, I, um, I became very, very outspoken as a, as a teenager, uh, for one, having been raised with, you know, the black conscious mindset. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember the first time I was asked if I was an atheist was when I was in high school, my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what is that? And I was told that I didn't believe in heaven or hell. And at the time I thought, well, that sounds about right. Because I used to, <laughs> I mean, I, I had heavy thoughts as a kid for, for various reasons, but uh-huh. I could never, I used to, I used to think about the con, you know, dying and the concept of heaven and hell. And I just could never reconcile it because there was no evidence. Right. Exactly. So I just, I remember saying to myself as a kid that I would try to live the best life that I could as much as possible. I just could mm-hmm. never settle on this idea of heaven and hell. Um, and this idea of who gets to go to heaven yeah, or who right. goes to hell and I'm just like, I, I see some of the worst things happen, you know, to people. And, um, you know, you, you're telling me that these people who committed this could possibly go to heaven, you know, stuff like that. So yes. you're just like, wow, wait a minute. So um, fast The forward. repenting bullshit. Yeah. The whole concept of repenting. It's yeah. Like, I remember a cousin and I had an argument. We were, you know, we were teenagers and she was trying to explain to me the concept of original sin and how we're all born mm. in sin i said wait a minute <laughs> babies yeah. are born not knowing anything i'm like right. what do you mean we're born in sin <laughs> evil baby sins. Sins. <laughs> you know yeah. evil babies are sinners that, Mandisa, don't you know this right yeah. have you met yeah. a baby like <laughs> they're the worst <laughs> they're the worst <laughs> well you know some, some babies cry and cry i have three right? some babies cry and cry but i'm like that doesn't mean they're sinners right right, <laughs> like, right. Fucking babies. Yeah. I mean, there were times in my life where I try. I over the years, I said I was spiritual but not religious. You know, something Mm. that just really sounded pretty. But um, you know, over over the years, um, being religious and belonging to a church just never really. 
um, was just never really instrumental to my life. And gotcha. I realized that I did not want my kids to feel like they had to have or or that we had to be a part of a church in order to find community. And mm, um, yeah. I just remember connecting with some folks down here in the Atlanta area and also online. And that's where I just really, in 2010, I re-identified as an atheist and really started nice. trying to find more communities. And so it was from there that I was just like, you know what, after really, really examining, because I always truly, I, I really had hatred for religion. I really mm-hmm. do. And like, mm-hmm. I, I really think that it has been destructive overall. Of yes. So... Mm-hmm. Um, but I, at the time I was just like, wow. And I'm not sure if I could say I'm an atheist, but now I say it freely. I'm That's like, atheist, right. yeah, atheist, yeah. atheist, 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 atheist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. say, say it in the mirror five times with, That's the, right. you know, with, the, light, with the light off. You know? yeah. say, say, say it in the mirror five times and Seth Andrews shows up. You know? Right. <laughs> like, well, hello there, you know? <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> You're funny. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so when you were younger, you said uh, you didn't know what like the term atheist meant, but when you did find like find out what the term was, were you was there like hate uh your way when you like came out as an atheist? Was there a hate back then towards that or no? Um, you mean hatred towards me or yes, towards, yeah. well, you know, I had some people, especially mm. in my family that were like, wait, like what, what is mm. that? You know, there were some of my family members who said they still love me no matter what. And I can say that yeah. that is true, but mm. I remember one of my aunts, she, um, she said, well, I don't know how to talk to you now. And I, I said, what do you mean? You talk to me how you always did. Oh, no. <laughs> so there was a cousin whose wedding I was disinvited from, or I never received oh, no. the invitation. Oh, Interestingly enough, though, she's divorced from that guy. But mm. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I didn't really miss anything. Right. So, <laughs> well, maybe it's what God wanted. It's, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. right. But um, so... <laughs> I did have, a, and there was an uncle of mine who was a Muslim, so he oh. had no problems. Um, he had no problems with criticizing Christianity, but of course, when it came to Islam, right. know, of course, he got all up in his feels. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. actually, I found out that I have some cousins who are agnostic, oh. and they're atheists, and because most of my family. Um, just really, I mean, we we all grew up in the same time period where. You know, there was just such, you know, it was, there was such a consciousness politically and socially mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we were children of that. Um, gotcha. You know, we had an opportunity to really get a better understanding of the world and what, how black communities and other marginalized communities were impacted by the society. So it wasn't really a, a surprise for many of us, even though. Um, there are a lot of my cousins who are still believers, you know, they are just like, well, I don't, they have issues with religion as well. Mm-hmm. So that was a really big, you know, that was a nice surprise. I would say, I know right. that that isn't yeah. typical for many families. And right. I consider myself fortunate that there were people in my family who could understand and totally. who also shared similar thoughts. So that yeah. was great. Yes. <laughs> and it, Must it is be nice. Rare, especially coming from black communities. <laughs> right, as well. right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> really. 
That's fucking cool. Um, so you had mentioned that religion has done horrible. We, we all know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. Right. But, uh, <laughs> so, what are some ways that you see that religion supports or reinforces oppression? Yes. Yeah, so, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, for, for of course, um, the most um, the 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 most critical way that it suppress it. it um, you know, that, that it, it promotes uh, um, oppression and suppression is this idea that you cannot question yep. the, you know, the notion of God, that you're just supposed to take it on faith, no matter how horrible the, the teachings seem, or they, uh, they are, you're mm -hmm. just, you're, you're not supposed to question it, um, at all. You're just supposed to take it on faith, no matter how bad it sounds. Um, also, how it's been used to subjugate so many people. I mean, there are, you know, yeah. there are other verses in the Bible that condone and perpetuate enslavement of others. Yes. And that has yep. been used to justify that for, for, oh my gosh, for a millennia. Right. And right. really for, um, you know, for, and like it, it teaches this idea that you have to suffer in this life in order to go to this heaven or, you know, I fucking hate life. that. I hate that so uh, much. And that somehow if you believe then somehow you're better than those who don't, and that allows you to mistreat others. This idea that, mm -hmm. you know, the, the more you, and, and, and a lot of, it's funny because a lot of Christians, there are still a lot of Christians who don't really do good for other people. Right. Yep. You know, not for the sake of doing well, they, they do it for, you know, it's like an insurance policy, right? It's that, <laughs> this idea yeah. that, you know, if you, if you believe not necessarily doing better for other people, and there are some Christians who like to do good for the sake of doing good, but overall it's this idea that you are some, you are better than everyone else. And, and that yep. those who don't believe somehow deserve some, form of punishment for mm -hmm. for not believing and um there's just this there is there's this need for people to you know simply believe you know to believe as you do and if you don't then and if you don't then there's something really bad is going to happen to you i really don't like the the scary teachings and how that is perpetuated onto children and mm -hmm. how it yep. helps you know and and how it um you know, it, it really does scare people. It causes a lot of physical, mental, and emotional harm. Yes. Yeah. And emotional so, damage. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Totally. So many different things Ugh. that we could talk about as to uh, how it is damaging to, to people. And it's, it's, it's just, it's absolutely horrible. And I mean, yeah. it doesn't mean that, um, uh, it doesn't mean that people are absolutely, um, you know, I would say, you know, of course, like I said, it doesn't apply to everyone, but mm -hmm. it does apply to a lot of people. So, right. like, I, I've noticed that it, religion can turn good people into real shitty ones real quick. Yes. Fuck yes, yeah. it you can. It's, it, it it's really depressing. Can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that. I, in the name of love, right? Of, you of know, course. This, Unconditional this love. That, right. Yes. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. Gosh. You mentioned the suffering, and that kind of reminded me of the situation with Mother Teresa. Yeah, All that mm, bullshit, such terrible. hypocritical crap. You know, her philosophy was basically that you have to suffer, and the suffering was a gift from God. 
So she would, you know, get all this money yep. from supporters and but didn't really use it. She just had a disgusting, you know, place where people would just go there to literally die yep. and yeah, horrible sanitary conditions. But hey, when she got sick, <laughs> they took her to the hospital. Right, right. right. Like, what the fuck, yo? Oh, gosh. I'm telling you, it's interesting how that all interesting how that works. You know, uh-huh. all of a sudden you, you allow all these people, you know, to suffer. But of course, you know, of course she's, you know, in the kingdom of heaven, supposedly, yep. right? Yep, you yep. know, but somehow the, these, you know, the, these people don't, didn't deserve the level of care that she got. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is absolutely disgusting. Yeah. 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 And they're, they're all loving God lets these people die of horrible diseases and, yet she's here in a, in a hospital being perfectly taken taken care of you know it's yeah. just like right i uh, i can't like because I, I recently learned about who she was in real life like as far as like yeah. her her shittiness because I, I, right. I know you know the uh <laughs> the, the the good quote air quotes good side you know but right like re- when you actually like learn and read about her she is horrible yeah horrible. very horrible and and one thing i learned early on is that those who and this is why i have such a problem with people who are you know who who wear those types of masks of respectability mm. yes you know because usually they are the worst ones right you know yeah. those who try to act like they're so clean and good and benevolent right. and i'm just like yeah there's just something wrong with that yeah like yeah. seriously uh, yeah they're like yeah they are literally the worst and um and they'll couch it under this idea that somehow yeah they are doing good and right. they've convinced people that they are doing doing right. good I mean, yep. it's, I, I would just, I, I really, really shudder to think of the number of people who felt like they were truly receiving God's blessings through her, right? right. right. You know, like they've been, you know, that they, they've really been uh, brainwashed and conditioned to think that, I mean, it's, yep. it's awful. The, these millionaire pastors, like Kenda Copeland, um, the fuck is his Joe Osteen. Joe Osteen, yeah. Oh, and it's like yeah. I remember what like the went was was he in Texas, I believe, that when they Probably. had like the, a big flood or whatever. Oh yeah. He refused, oh, yeah, yeah. refused to open his doors, like to to the people who were you know like left yes. out of their homes, and it's like that's not very Christian of you, like. <laughs> right. You <know>? Exactly. <laughs> and then they recently found what like one hundred thirty three thousand dollars in the his bathrooms like wall. Like that was so. <laughs> It's like an episode of Breaking Bad. Like, what the hell? Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, so it's... people still support him, though, right? Not like nothing happened. Yeah, there are I... people who. Yeah, there yeah. are people who still support him. I mean, yep. there are just like there are people who still supported Bishop Eddie Long, and I think they still do. The one oh, who um, in Atlanta was what carrying he... on um, these relations with these young men, young oh. men in his church, oh. but yet had the nerve to to protest. Um, same-sex marriage and same-sex oh, relationships. Yep, yep. I mean, you know, yeah. The fucking audacity of these people. Right. It, it, I'm telling you. It doesn't cease to, to surprise me. It's no, yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> God. Um, so do you want to tell us about, because you are the founder and president of the Black Nonbelievers. Yes. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about your organization? Yes. So Black Nonbelievers is a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm that advocates for and uh, provides community for black folks who are either fully atheist, 
questioning their religious beliefs in favor of leaving or, um, and, and, you know, we, we are working on, um, amplifying our voices as well as, like I said, the support for Mm -hmm. many who didn't think that there were others out there Mm -hmm. because that is still very much a thing, especially in communities of color. Um, Mm -hmm. we, we raise, we are raising the profile of, of black atheists in our communities. And we really like to make sure that there is a safe space for black folks who are deconstructing and who are looking yes. for like-minded individuals. Basically, yeah, it's a, we're a community building organization. We, um, yeah, we are very active. We put on our own events and we also collaborate and work with other organizations. Uh, for example, there was a rally in DC, our Washington DC affiliate organizer was there on behalf of the, um, was it pray not play uh, or I, I can't forget I don't remember the um, hashtag but it was in um, it was in protest of some of these sports um, you know some of these um, you know sports oh. folks trying to p- uh, pray yes. um, before games right right yes. right right so yeah we have a case going at the at the I'm sorry, the Supreme Court, right? Yeah, now. it was, yeah, it was today yeah. that they, they heard it. And I'm not so actually yeah. very, with a high school, though. Very, yeah. yeah. It was a high yeah. school coach, like trying to pray yes. and that, that whole mess. And it's like, I'm not, I, I'm kind of scared, honestly, because the way that that Supreme Court is lined up, like, mm, uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully it won't go their way. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it, it will open up doors, you know, it so really for others. Will. So. It really will. And, you know, we, we try to make sure that we stay on top of this and working with mm-hmm. our partner organizations on these mm-hmm. and, and let them know that we stand with them on that. And mm-hmm. that as a, as a non-religious demographic that's growing, that our voices should be heard. So, um, you know, we, we do encourage people to be as openly identified as possible. However, it isn't required because we realize Mm. that that can be a very, very, it can be a challenge for a lot of people to be open as atheists, especially in black communities. Yeah. And it is a minority within a minority. mm -hmm, Absolutely. So we do have, you know, we still have a long road ahead of us, but, um, you know, we are, gaining some ground um we've been around for 11 years you know Mm. we have been even with all of the challenges that we face you know we are still going and you know because our because we realize that this work is important right for sure fuck yeah oh such great work thank you (laughs) i'm so so happy yes so what does it look like right now? I, I, mm. uh, I know you yesterday when we were talking with that Captain Dadful, you kind of brought up the, what is it called? The report. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what is it looking like right now in terms of black atheists? Or I guess it will only be the, identif- the self-identified atheists, right? Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yes, we uh, released the black and non-religious report along with American mm-hmm. Atheists okay. last year. Um, based on the U.S. Secular Survey that was conducted in 2019. And it really just showed what we've been saying all along. You know, Black folks, Black atheists have higher rates of concealment, higher rates of depression. Mm. And um, it it really is harder to be openly identified. And also going off of the Pew Research uh, study that was released in 2021, um, now the number, the rise of religious nuns in black communities are right. You know, um, that is, it is on the rise. 
Mm -hmm. um, really? it's, it's actually down from 87%. It's down to 79%. However, oh. based on the study, there are still very dismally low numbers of openly identified atheists. And I actually mm -hmm. had the opportunity to speak with the researchers at Pew some time ago. And they asked us on how about how to frame the questions to to gain to gauge more atheist participation. And okay. so, I mean, I would absolutely love for us to conduct our own survey similar mm -hmm. oh, in the yeah. future. Right. But, um, you know, it, so it'd be very interesting to see, like, how we would get responses. But it really does, unfortunately, show that it is still much more challenging to be, um, you know, a black atheist and uh, or someone who is non-religious in mm -hmm. very religious communities. Right. Yep. And so, um, yeah, so even looking at the data, it, it does reinforce um, what, you know, what we're saying, what our experience is. And, but mm -hmm. um, there is a tide. Uh, there are a number of younger people in particular who are letting go of those traditional beliefs. Mm -hmm. oh. Because if you look at, um, there was a Gallup poll that was released, I think either earlier this year or last year, that church uh -huh. attendance is down. Mm. Boom. Yeah, there church attendance Ooh, is down. Yeah. A lot of people are not <laughs> going anymore. I mean, sometimes you can't really tell with some of these churches that you see that I see passing by when I drive around. It's like, right. oh, but... <laughs> You know, overall <laughs> church attendance is down and it's like, you know, um, uh, but yeah, so there is, there is more awareness about the fact that there are black atheists out there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. We have connected with the National Museum for African American Culture. Ooh, they okay. have been including our voices in their programs. Excellent. So that has That's been awesome. a really, really good thing. We've been really mm. making some good connections with yes. um you know on the institutional level so i'm really really proud of the work that we're doing because yeah. even though we realize that again it's still challenging you know we mm -hmm. we still have we're, we're still doing it yes you're amazing thank you <laughs> yes <laughs> so cool so for those who are listening and were not aware uh mel and i were part of a discussion panel at the American Atheist Convention, which was freaking awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I happened to say something that seemed to resonate a little bit on Twitter. Pissed off uh, a couple because... people. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How dare um, you? Well, American Atheists, they retweeted my tweet. It was freaking cool. Um, it was a little snippet of what I had said during the discussion panel. I had said that people also need to deconstruct from other toxic traits, such as mm. homophobia, patriarchy, white supremacy, uh, you know, all of those things, aside from just your faith, you know, just because you are non-believer, it doesn't make you a better person automatically. <laughs> right. um, so it just fucking blew up. Uh, a lot of white men got really mad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor little guy. The, the tears, <laughs> the, the tears. tears. <laughs> it was it was like a river. It, it was amazing. Um, and I also brought up the the topic of intersectionality, you know, how we need to look at it also from an intersectionality lens. Uh, so I wanted to bring that topic and see if we can talk about it a little bit. I, I don't want to like be repetitive also because we just talked about it with the Captain Daniel. <laughs> um, but uh, how, how do you see intersectionality playing a role in deconstruction? 
Oh, yes, of course. And and like I said yesterday on the show, and uh, it's interesting because I also got a lot of white men mad with my talk. <laughs> yes. High five. High five. Yes. <laughs> so with intersectionality, it means that understanding how uh, various um, demographics have been impacted by religion and society. It isn't just simply that you let go of God and that's it. Mm-hmm. You have to understand how... Um, how people of color have been impacted by this and are still being impacted. Um, Also how, um, you know, other men, women, and children, or, you know, just, and again, people of color, how these things also, um, you know, how religion impacts us more deeply than others and how Mm -hmm. there have been, how, how we have been, really impacted you know like in you know societally how this has been an issue in the disfranchisement or you know in in many ways how how people have been held back as a result and Mm -hmm. so um i think it's important to understand what that means that if you're you know if you're a person of color and if you're lgbtq the the extra added stigmas that come along with being a non-believer as well. And also how the, the extra challenges that you face when it comes to leaving, um, you know, the, the, you know, the pushback you may get, and it's important to acknowledge that things like uh, racism play a part, you know, and also white supremacy, also, um, misogyny, you know, Mm -hmm. all of these, all of these things, play a huge role in, and also in economic justice or injustice, Mm -hmm. how the church has gotten rich off of the backs of poor people. We have to talk about these things. It's all tied together and they don't realize Absolutely. It isn't just simply as well, you realize that God isn't real and that's it. No, 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 no. The iceberg, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Religion throughout history has been reinforcing, like we were discussing uh, systems of oppression that continue to have repercussions on marginalized populations nowadays, you know, people of color, also native Americans, you know, we, Mm. we we see that they lack access to healthcare. They live in food deserts and, I work with populations like that, that I have to like scramble to find transportation for them to get to their appointments, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it comes down to that individual level, right? Cause they're, they're, they're victims of this system of oppression that right. started. The indigenous people of, really, right. really, oh, um, yeah. I mean, they, they really, really suffered as a result of this and colonialization. Yes, they do. Yeah. And they continue to suffer uh, from this colonization that was fueled by religion, by religious mm-hmm. yep. So they, they people don't get that because it is a system of oppression that they benefit from and they still benefit from. And when they deconstruct their faith, they don't realize that they're still benefiting from it. Right. And right. and in the moment that you start poking that, they're like they feel uncomfortable because you're you're starting to shake their their foundation, yep. absolutely which is based on oppression, absolutely. Right? fucking shit (laughs) (laughs) it makes me mad you know it just it just makes me mad uh and speaking of which uh i know you had a you know we were honestly during that time that you were having your speech unfortunately we were not able to catch it because we were being interviewed like famous people (laughs) apparently (laughs) 
<laughs> no, like they they wanted to take a, take photos of us and they were interviewing us for a, nice. a, a, an article or yeah, something. Yeah, yes, just, I remember was, that. Yeah, it was kind of cool. But then I was like, when is Mandisa's speech? It's like, fuck, we missed it. Oh, so I hope it's posted I, online somewhere because I really want to. Yeah, I need to. And I need to see it. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, the audience loved it. Good. Yeah. The audience really loved it. I got really good feedback from the yeah. talk. Except, right. <laughs> so a picture, a photo of one of your slides, the one that said, how is it that we are, we may be supporting or we may be reinforcing white supremacy, right? Or 10 ways that you may be upholding uphold, white supremacy, upholding mm -hmm. white supremacy. Well, that went around on Twitter <laughs> and the fucking thing blew up and Oh my God, yeah. Mandisa, what have you what done? What have you done? I know, right? So, <laughs> you know, I, from my activism in this movement, right? I've been doing this for a while. I have, I've seen some well-meaning people um, really, really uphold principles of white supremacy. Mm -hmm. yeah. And my, the point, um, the thing is, that it's important that we understand that in order to be a better community, one that prides itself on evidence and, and verification and also being more compassionate, that it's important that we be mindful of what we're doing yeah. and that we're not repeating right. the same mistakes. Um, and so I really, um, you know, I, I decided to give this talk because of course, when it comes to intersectionality, when it comes to racial justice and, um, at being an organization that wants to, um, you know, to do better as a, you know, a, for the community, I felt like this was important. And so, like I said, the audience loved it. And, um, and, and really the talk was about how we may all be upholding white supremacy. Mm -hmm. And right. I included myself in that at times. I have to be mindful of, of yeah, that as right. well. Um, and especially it was interesting because I was accused of that last year. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it was a whole, that was, that was, a, that was the reason for my whole Mandy get hashtag Mandy gate. So oh yeah, the whole, yeah, that, that's a whole other, yeah. So. <laughs> was it the same person? I wonder. No, 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 okay. it wasn't. These were, it was interesting how though the, the very same people who accused me of upholding white supremacy, that's exactly what they were doing. Right. Um, it's, simply it's because, yeah, very yeah. much projection. Ugh. And we saw a lot of projection online when mm. American Atheist tweeted the picture of my slide. Right. Right. And we, all of these people got up in arms. Um, and so they, they, they said that you were a racist. Someone said that you were a racist. Yeah. Person. I was yep. anti male, anti white, anti all of these things, and that American atheists should apologize oh my and dis and rebuke me, oh. and that members should pull their support. That's how it started. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. I mean, I guess. The, the points in the slide hit all the feels for them. It was oh, triggering for them. Yes. And yeah. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> you know, you're doing something right, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, there were the folks in the audience were like, huh, okay, this is something I should think about. Um, and I, I purposely did the talk as a practical thing because I didn't want it to be so, you know, so heavy that people couldn't get it right you know right. because thing yeah sure you can you can read about anti-racism and, and how racism works but the thing is what do we do about it 
Mm-hmm. What do we do about uh-huh. it now? Right, right. And yep. so, of course, you had the folks who were just like, "Oh my gosh, they got they got so up in arms." And mm-hmm. mind you, there were there was hardly anyone who was in the audience that were up in arms. It was all the people who only saw the tweets. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah, they only saw the, yeah. yeah, and they yep. were just like, "Ah, oh, no. <laughs> not really angry." <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, if the shoe fits, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, and uh, you know, yeah. So, why in particular mm-hmm. <laughs> would you like to talk about Mr. Silverman? <laughs> sure, oh. and I would like to say that I am, um, I'm speaking on behalf of my in my capacity as president of Black Nonbelievers and as an individual. Um, and because I do still serve on the board for American Atheists right. and, you know, I love the organization, but that, that I'm just getting that out of the way. I'm in no right. way representing them right. when I, you know, when I speak here, when I first got in the movement, um, and my, at my first American Atheist convention, Silverman was the president and I heard his opening speech and I was blown away. I was like, wow, this dude is on fire. You know, mm. I'm really liking his style during the convention, he really seemed to be personable. And I really enjoyed that, you know, mm-hmm. and he really seemed to be on the level as far as getting more people involved, getting them to be more active and just really um, just being more encouraging overall. Um, however, after a while, you began to see a certain type of person who was really, really following behind him. Mm. and um and and you 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 just and it really seemed to be the beat up on believers and beat up also beat up on people who didn't identify as atheists so it was like yikes you know it it just started to get really really um it started to get weird weird really quickly and so you know as you if you didn't already know you know he was terminated he was fired from american atheists in 2018 right in 2019, he became the president of Atheist Alliance International. He had to resign from that position. Oh, and so it was, he's on the advisory board for an organization called Atheists for Liberty. You can kind of tell <laughs> what oh, kind right, of organization oh, that right, is. Right, right. And so he started really going on this path of CRT is racism, talk about oh, critical race God. theory. Oh, um, he God. actually said something about how George Floyd basically deserved what he got. <gasps> Um, yeah he was yeah he was just getting really really he was becoming really really cringy really fast and so it was some of his people who were tweeting and and are you know and was trying to put me down Mm -hmm. during that weekend and so he decides to chime in and says oh look my former friend is racist and blah 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 and then yes he makes a video now mind you he has not seen the presentation he's not seen the entire video Mm -hmm. but just going off of that one slide that they were (laughs) up in arms about he proceeds to he proceeds to talk about um the the twitter numbers for black non-believers and how maybe there just isn't a, a need for my organization, how I need to learn from the white people mm. in this movement, or I just need to sit down and go away. Uh. And um, so, yeah, but apparently, you know, it's just like, wow. And so I'm sure a lot of people came at him because I was like, yeah. look, 
he's you know he's he's doing this you know he's he's he 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 did this video and him at meta the friendly atheist who i just yes. love dearly yes, you know too. he posted yes. about it and so of course people are like what the fuck is wrong with this dude and so <laughs> in the first video um he did not he did not show any of the slides he didn't even show the slide in question mm-hmm. but he debuted another video recently yeah. and <laughs> it was, I guess a little bit more comprehensive. I didn't watch it because he, it was, he she really went off on you. Like he was rude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was just like, well, I guess it's my turn. Right. You know, it's, you know, he, <laughs> he, he, he's like, well, I'm an equal opportunity basher. I'm an equal opportunity. I'll call people out equally. So I guess it's my turn at this, at this point, <sighs> but you know, it's really unfortunate that he is using whatever, whatever leftover good he could possibly do to try to tarnish people in the community. And um, it, this isn't my first time people have come for me. I've been attacked before by black mm. and white folks. So, but at yeah. the same time, it's like, wow. Um, you know, he talks about our number of Twitter followers, but yet he hardly gets any engagement and he still <laughs> has over 50,000 followers. And oh. he actually lost close to half of his following when he was fired. Oh, good. Oh, he good. lost close yeah. to half of it. And, you know, I think people are just ignoring him. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. He's starting to sound like white noise for lack of a better, you know, no, yeah. no pun intended. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate that, you know, the lack of accountability on his part always pointing, you know, and, and he, he talks about I'm pointing a finger, but yet I have never been as derogatory towards anyone in this movement um, right. And so he's really doing that Fox News style, right wing mm-hmm. conservative type of yeah. commentary on, yeah. um, you know, on 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 me, not even not even the not even the talk because he hasn't seen it, but me and my organization. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and he's and he's doing these quote unquote backhanded comments on me. And it's just like, mm-hmm. OK, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm not going to I'm not just going to engage him in public. But yeah. I did say, wow, you know, I saw that on his Facebook page. He only had like maybe two likes on that video in like five or six hours. And I'm like, yeah, that says a lot. That's you. <laughs> that says uh, a lot. Stay mad, boy. Yeah, I mean, really, he's he's really become unhinged over these past um, over these past few years, and I know it's because, um, you know, I know it's because he lost that job, but I mean, it's his it's his own fault, right? Right. But you know, it's like, hey, and that's all I can say without you know, saying anything else. But right, at the right, same right. time, it's like, you know, you, you know, you're, you're coming for me unnecessarily. And it's like, you know, I, I, I have my guesses as to why. Mm-hmm. And really it just, it doesn't make him look good at all. It no. really doesn't. Maybe in the eyes of a few of his followers, right. but at the same time, it's just like, yikes, dude. Yeah. It's like, really, yeah. you, you just, I mean, you first of all you and and then like he's become so people you know people mention his name they're like who (laughs) and i mean that's that's a fact i mean there are a number of people like i have never heard of this new organization who this you know right right Right. But meanwhile, people are, they, they do know the work of, of BN. They do know my work and, and, and and my level of engagement. And, um, so I, and I don't take any of this for granted. I really don't. 
Mm-hmm. I appreciate the level of support that we received um, from from people of all kinds because we need it. But, right. you know, it's always been about the people. It's always been about who yeah. we can help and not about opportunistic and not about folks who are opportunistic. So, I mean, right. it's just, you know, it, it's really, really unfortunate that, yeah. you know, he is just really, really, you know, he's really been on this. Uh, and and I'm, I'm looking at, you know, he posted it twice on Twitter. So the first time he posted Uh-oh. it, no engagement. <laughs> this is the second video. No engagement whatsoever. Oh, my God. And of Notice course, he. he said, Hi, like, oh yeah. God. Yeah. And so, of course, Terrible. he and his people are happy about Elon Musk potentially oh, acquiring Twitter. So, oh, yeah, boy. but the mm. second, yeah, the second time he posted it, there was only one person who heart clicked heart on it. And, the and it only, was him though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> I, and the only other, the only comment came from someone that said, um, uh, it was a gift saying, search it for somebody who cares. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? Dude? I love it. Okay. I so, love it. Like, all right. He's like imploding, right? It's like, it's like yeah, he, he has really to know that nobody likes him. Like, I mean, there are to. some people, I guess, who, Ugh. um, you know, who do a couple of people, but it's just like, Ugh. wow. What's the quality um, of those people? You know, what, what are they about? You know, like, exactly. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> Mr. Silverman is butthurt. A little bit. Yeah. And should find a hobby. How about <laughs> Oh, stamp collecting stamp or something collecting. i don't know there's, there's other things <laughs> yes. right absolutely right. so i'm not even gonna watch that second video i had to, i watched the first video so that i can uh. see what he was talking about and it's like look if you're all you're gonna do is more of the same and i'm looking at the the, the level of engagement that people are giving him and they aren't they're they're right. you know they're they're yeah. paying him dust so i'm like <laughs> i'm gonna do the same you know i'm just like wow that's some role you're on dude it's like wow you know? <laughs> good luck with that <laughs> <You're right. laughs> like okay like, yeah what? yeah oh my goodness oh, fuck. well how pathetic is that it's oh. so pathetic. So it, pathetic. it is and i just really again i really love and appreciate the folks that like like y'all who I've met and I look forward to new opportunities, you know, right. and really building this movement, really getting engaged with people who are, you know, whether you're online, whether you're doing work in person or a mixture of both, because, you know, they, they all, they, they are all important and they all make a difference. And right. so, um, you know, I've, I've always, I've always advocated for in-person engagement, of course, COVID, right. you know, right. um, of course, it made it more difficult, but now that we are getting back into the swing of things, I really, it was such a great, it was such a great time. Yes. Um, oh, it was, it was yes. my first, uh, like adult con, you know, nice. so, <laughs> adult well, con. I mean, like, anyway, wait, 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 that's a different, different thing, you know, <laughs> well, cause, cause my husband and I go to like nerd conventions. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Know? So this is like my first actual, like you know, be a better person. Right. <laughs> you know? An atheist convention. An atheist convention. Right. Yes. And people yeah, are like, what do you, why, what do you do at an atheist convention? Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a lot of things you can do. A lot of things you learn, a lot of things you yeah. can better understand about our perspective, our, you know, and, and how we deal with them. And mm-hmm. it's just really good to be in a space with so many like-minded people. It right. really, really right. is. It makes well, such Well, Christians a get to do it every day. Right. You know, they, and then they, they come to Atheist Convention. Yeah, right. That was uh, the thing too. Yeah, they like, came, they descended, some of them descended on us. 
Oh. And they tried and, to uh, um, anoint our friend Jagazus. He, he's on TikTok um, with uh, what was it? The, the sodomite spirit, and they try to anoint him with holy oil. Oh, like fuck. I, I, we, we were at the VIP event uh, thing that they were uh, hosting, so I didn't get to see it in, in person, Same. unfortunately. They were gone already. Um, mm. And I'm, I'm glad I kind of didn't because, um, like don't <laughs> don't do that don't don't come to our safe space and yeah bullshit, you know and they do that every time i mean it I'm, is oh, gosh i will tell you there is not one american atheist convention that hasn't oh. had some sort of pro christian protester oh, as oh, some okay. kind i'm telling you they do this every year um, and I know it's because, you know, American Atheists as an organization has always been so provocative. Right. And yeah. of course, it's such an, it's such an insult, right? To right. have, yeah. how, how dare you? It's expected, you. <laughs> it's expected that they would show up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Almost. Gosh. <laughs> I wish I would have been there in the lobby when they showed up. Um, I wouldn't have gotten, you know, argumentative or something, but I would have just trolled them. Yeah. I probably would have st- like started doing like a uh, say satanic prayer right, or something right. like that just like i, I wish them. i was dressed in lilith being like <laughs> hey what's up like, demon nice. girl here <laughs> yes i love yeah. it <laughs> blasphemy is one of my favorite things yes. to do it really Fuck really yes. is Fuck yes <laughs> well yeah like what we're saying like they they have their own protected spaces right. they have their i mean this whole country right i mean right, they can literally. say whatever the fuck they yep. want Yep. But no, oh no, no! Here come the the, the horrible atheists yes. getting together. How, how dare <laughs> they? What? The community. How dare they? <laughs> fucking congregate like that! And Captain Deadpool actually said it in one of his videos. This wasn't a fuck Jesus convention. Right? This right. Was no. Atheist convention. Right. Yeah. right. I mean, we talk about the harms of religion, and if some right. people said yeah. fuck Jesus, who cares? I mean, I'd fuck <laughs> Jesus, but that's just me. You know? right. <laughs> that's what Mel wants to do. Maybe one day. We'll see. If he right. ever comes back, you know. <laughs> well, if he comes back, that's... That's a different... That's a lot of coming... Different uh, kind what? of flood. Okay, different kind of flood. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so, um, with activism, what, in your opinion, what is the best way to help the community grow? How to, like, elevate the voices of POCs, um, non-believers how, how do we help you grow so of course the the best thing is always to you know encourage people encourage participation mm-hmm. of course supporting our organizations yes. uh, and the work we do uh, we are a non-profit organization so donations to us are tax deductible um, we have um, part again we partner with other organizations we've actually started offering uh, religious trauma group coaching for a nominal mm-hmm. fee um, we co-sponsor a scholarship along with the second student alliance and we also have our own events where we amplify the voices of people of color we uh, we co-produce the women of color beyond belief conference along with the black skeptics group and the women's leadership project out of los angeles we also do a cruise convention now so i heard yeah so yeah we um, always a good opportunity to give people an opportunity uh, to learn, to get to, it's always an opportunity for people to learn more. And if you've never taken a cruise before, if you've never traveled, it's really, really good for expanding your horizons. And that's mm-hmm. what we 
want. Um, we want right. people to, in order to deconstruct um, the community building piece, you know, the compassion and the empathy, but also making sure that people are learning as they go. You yes. know, you cannot just right, right, spouting right. the same nonsense that you did when you were religious. So, right. about, like you said, it's about um, that. It's about deconstructing all of those things. So. It's about yes. holding each other accountable, but also holding yes. each other in love mm-hmm. and um, yeah. and making sure that more people feel secure and also getting out there in, you know, in the public sphere. Right. And, and, or if you can't do that, support the organizations that do, because right. they really are doing some some good work. So um, that that really, really is um, a, a um you know, the main thing that I encourage and for people who are, you know, who consider themselves allies or, you know, mm-hmm. after we, after we deem you allies, right, 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 <laughs> right. right. you know, exactly. um, it's, it, it really is, you know, continue to educate yourself and learn, but also support, put your money where your mouth is. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And that, that's really the thing you do. And it doesn't take much. You know, um, we, we're not asking for money to build, you know, to build this huge fancy castle or for me to get a Bentley or I mean, something like that. Maybe you should. Atheist you know? church. Yeah. castle? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Right. So it's funny. <laughs> but yeah, it really is about being able to help others and we can't do that without resources. So right. yeah, um, you know, we encourage people to, you know, to support and, um, you know, and, you know, continue to invite us to your platforms, at least to have these objective discussions and, right. you know, point, point people to us um, as well. And also get involved, get involved, volunteer, you know, show your support. Um, it's a team building effort. It really yes. is. And it needs to be. And that's always the point that I try to make that we do. We're, we are in this together and right, totally. it, it's not always going to be easy, but it is worth it, especially when you put the work in. Right. I love uh, it. And it's based in Atlanta or do you have like other like branches like in different states? Yes. Yeah, so Black Nonbelievers is headquartered in the Atlanta area. Okay. Um, we do mm-hmm. have affiliates in New York City, my hometown, hey. uh, Washington, mm-hmm. D.C., Charlotte, North Carolina, Detroit, Michigan, Richmond, Virginia, and uh, Portland, Oregon. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So we used okay. to have other affiliates in different cities, but, you know, like, like with most um, organizations, you know, some people, they, they can't keep it up or, you know, some mm-hmm. group, some yeah. groups come and they go, but we are, yeah. um, we definitely do have active affiliates and most of them were at the convention as well. I mean, they really ah, represented okay. for That's us awesome. and, um, we had a, we actually had a nice showing of local members as well, which oh, I really cool. did appreciate. So yeah, it was, it was great. Awesome. Awesome. One thing that I say is that change begins with empathy. You know, when you're listening to other people's experiences and stories, it's very important to be able to understand, you know, another person's experience because it's different from your own, mm-hmm. right? right? But religion doesn't teach you empathy. Nope. You know, they teach you th- to have a moral high ground. You know, I'm better than you. You could come to me. You need forgiveness from you know, your dirty, your broken deeds, yeah. <laughs> right? You're a sitter. Yeah. Uh, so that's another thing. Yeah. When you deconstruct from your faith, you know, um, try to find empathy, <laughs> uh, caring for one another. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And with that, you can start learning about other people's uh, struggles and going from there, building from there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. When, when is that cruise? 
Yes. Yeah, so the uh, BNC con is from November 26th through December 3rd. Oh. We always have a pre-cruise event and that okay. is on the night of the, that's on the evening of the 26th. We sail on the carnival spirit on November 27th. Okay. And oh. I usually, uh, because I'm the one who organizes, I, I wear almost all the hats. So <laughs> I'm the one who, who does all the coordinating and, um, and making sure That's people right. have the information that they need. Okay. And so I like to prepare people for, especially if you're a first time cruiser for what you need to do. Um, and so, uh, yes, that is uh, awesome. from November 26th through December 3rd. If you, you, of course, attending the reception is not required, mm -hmm. but if you would like to fly in on the 27th and just meet us at the Port of Miami at the ship, you can do that as well. So, oh, um, but okay. yeah, I, I'm Carnival. really excited about it this year. Um, and uh, I'm really excited to get things back up to full swing yes. as we continue to navigate through this pandemic. Right, right. And it's a, you said BN, what is it called? BNCCon. CCon, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. And then you also mentioned Women of Color Beyond Belief Conference. Is that in Chicago? That is correct. It takes place okay. from September 30th through October 2nd. In Chicago, the Marriott Chicago Midway Hotel. Um, we are in the process of getting the hotel room information. Um, but gotcha. yes, it is live um, if you'd like to register. Our registrations always include um, breakfast and lunch for attendees. Oh, thank goodness. Because that is something that conferences, and I understand they can, you know, they cost money to put on, but we like to make sure that, at, you know, as people of color and people coming from marginalized communities, that um, a registration fee does include as much for people as possible. So they are not beautiful. spending as much, you know? Um, right. so, cool. so yeah, we, we do, you know, I'm a mother, you know, mm -hmm. I am a, you know, I'm a working person still. So yes. I understand, you know, the, the value of that. And so, yeah. um, so if anyone is interested in attending, yes, you can, you can purchase a full, um, conference admission which will include the reception and what we call a divas ball oh which we always have <laughs> yes we always have an amazing time there and oh so yeah if you, you have a ball yes <laughs> yes we, we do up. have a ball we have a ball at the ball so. oh my God, <laughs> yes yes it is it is amazing and it's really a good opportunity to really see how we do things over at black non-believers as well so yeah. Yeah, anyone interested, it's a come one, come all. Mm -hmm. You know, we love okay. for any, you know, we love for some of everyone to attend if they could. And we will have online streaming available too. So, nice. um, so yeah, it's it will be a hybrid event if you can't attend in person. So guys could go too. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we encourage it. We encourage yeah, it. Oh my if, God. if I go, I have to like find a dress. And oh. <laughs> For the diva ball. Absolutely. You know? And we, you know, we encourage, you <laughs> know, we, it. we are very, very, um, av we are advocates for the LGBTQ plus community awesome. because yes. many of our members and also in our leadership identify as such. So, nice. you know, we, we make sure, Hey, if you come in a dress, please do <laughs> yeah. come oh, on yeah. and represent. So, yeah. <laughs> I do not look good in a dress. I still haven't seen it, so you gotta send me a picture. <laughs> well, I I tell people I am six foot tall, but I'm also six three. Heels. 
<laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, what an amazing time. And I want to say thank you, Mandisa. Thank you so much. (laughs) Your time. I know you're a busy lady. Yes. And you got a lot of hats. A lot of uh, white male tears to drink. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That part. Gotta hydrate, you know? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) So, where can we find you? Absolutely. So, you can follow me personally on. Instagram at Mandisa0904. I am on Twitter at Mandy0904. And I'm also on Facebook. You can find my profile at Mandisa Latifa Thomas. Um, As far as Black non-believers, you can find us also almost anywhere on social media. Uh We are on Facebook at Black non-believers. We have a public page and a closed group. We are also on Instagram at B non-believers Inc. We are on Twitter because remember, you know, we don't have enough Twitter followers. Right. So oh, uh, we are on <laughs> we are on Twitter at B Nonbelievers. The B and the N are capitalized. And uh, we are also on YouTube. We have a channel, Black Nonbelievers Inc., where we debuted a new show called In the Cut this oh. year, where we feature special guests. And um, so, oh, yeah, sure. please do subscribe to our YouTube channel as well so that you can um, get more information. So, yeah, that's Thank all you. the places you can <laughs> find us. And, of You're course, everywhere. at our website. <laughs> of course, at our website at blacknonbelievers.org. Mm, yes. Yeah. And so the, the for those who want to perhaps join the Facebook groups, uh, can they find the links through the Black Nonbelievers website? Yes. Yeah, so if you okay. uh, if you type in Black Nonbelievers on Facebook, yeah, you can find okay. that there. And we are very selective on our on, on yeah. our closed Facebook group because mm. we are. Um, it is meant to be a safe space. It is meant to be totally. You know, we we don't just go back and forth. We have some objective discussions and disagreements, but we don't do fighting. We don't do right. we don't prolong that. You know, we want to make sure that we are enough. We are yeah. an affirming space. Right. You know, totally. And there are some other atheist spaces that are, who boy, you know, <laughs> I won't kick dirt on them, but let's just say that our model is is very much different. You know, we want to make sure that we are encouraging and affirming, and not just simply, um, you know, um, bringing people down. So, right. but yes, you can definitely find us on there. And it's so important because, like as we were saying earlier, you know, religion is very tied to Black culture. And if you're a black non-believer, I'm sure that there's, um, you know, the disconnect from community uh, and what you're doing here is definitely very important to bring people together in a safe space. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. Okie doke. And we wanted to remind our listeners that we do have a merch store. Mm -hmm. If you want to check it out, (laughs) it is theburningedenpodcast.com. We have some cool shit. (laughs) And we have a, is it a sticker now? Huh? It's a sticker. It's a sticker, yeah. it's a sticker of Mel uh, fucking Jesus. <laughs> um, and I'm in the back burning, burning the Garden Eden. of Eden with a gas can. Yeah, It's, it's beautiful. Nice. It's beautiful. <laughs> also. It's poetic. It's poetic. <laughs> uh, if you're a simp, I mean a fan of our content and like what we do, please consider, su- <laughs> please consider supporting us. You can do so by going to anchor.fm slash burning Eden 666 and clicking on the support button. We would like to thank Kayla, William, Robin, Kit, and Chico for supporting us. Yay! 
Yay, thank you guys. And you can choose a monthly amount you want to help us with. It could be 99 cents for all we care. As long as you share the joy of Baff and Mel <laughs> with your loved ones or your hated yes. ones. Make sure to leave us a voice yes. message. If you go to anchor.fm slash burningedian666, there is an option to leave a voice message also through Spotify. And leave us a rating. Spicy. Come on. Spicy rating. No, no less than five <laughs> no stars. No less than five stars. And it's yeah. so weird because like the last, like, I don't know how many episodes we've been promoting this atheist convention. And it's like, what now <laughs> you know but yeah i know yeah. next year next year is in next year uh, it's in phoenix, phoenix arizona, arizona. Yeah. i think yep. it's the same yeah. weekend yep yes yeah, so it's same usually day. easter weekend easter weekend uh-huh. and yeah. i and i love that yeah. personally you know she is risen yeah <laughs> but yeah so i can't wait for next year Plan- start yeah. planning people Ugh. yes oh yeah yes we will be there for yes. sure and i know mandisa will be there too so you can give her a big hug yes yes i love hugs I really you give the best hugs by the way yes uh, thank you thank yes. you i am i have been known for my hugs <laughs> <laughs> what a joy what a pleasure yes. what an honor thank you thank so you. much thank you. i thank appreciate you so much. y'all really yes. i do yeah, send you a huge hug through this microphone. Yeah, just... <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and that is it for today. Thank you for hanging out with us. And that is what the Lord wants. Amen. Amen.